Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Unlimited NFL Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Young. I'm here with my co-host today, Owen. Owen, how would you uh, enjoy the uh, divisional round games in the playoffs? Uh, it was a pretty entertaining round, very entertaining round. Um, unfortunately, uh, the Packers season came to an end, although the game went a lot different than I expected. They had a real chance to win. Um, I'd say three of the four games are very entertaining. Uh, the Ravens-Texans game was close for a while and then kind of turned into a blowout towards the end. We'll get into all that in a bit. Overall, it was, a, it was a very entertaining divisional round, and we are looking forward to the conference championships on Sunday. And there's only three football games left this season, which is pretty wild to think about. Yeah, it, I was thinking about that last night and getting kind of sad that football's ending and, uh, you know, we're going to get to that dog days of sports kind of thing. Yeah. To March Madness, but. Yeah, March Madness. I mean, you got the NBA regular season, I suppose. Um, yeah. But it's not quite so, like the month of February after the Super Bowl is just kind of a dead period, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna hone in on two of the games this week. Uh the Packers 49ers and the Chiefs and Bills. Um, to me, those were the games that stood out the most. And uh the other two games, the uh, Buccaneers and the Lions and the Texans and the Ravens, you know, the, the Lions and Buccaneers, it was a good game. Um, yep. but I felt like the Lions had that one in, in control. Um and same same with the Ravens, you know. That 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 result kind of held out, you know, as I expected, a, a blowout, to be honest. Um, but just give me your quick thoughts on those two games, and then we can move to the other games. Yeah, so we'll start with the, the Ravens-Texans game. The Ravens beat the Texans, uh, I believe, what was the final score? 31-10, to 10, something 34, like that? 34-10 to advance their first conference championship game in 11 years. Um, honestly, if not for a punt return by the Texans, this game would have been a bigger blowout than it already was the Texans offense just couldn't get anything going they had a bunch of pre-snap penalties CJ Stroud didn't have a great day although like it was kind of a tough situation against that defense and on the road Mm -hmm. Uh, Lamar Jackson really had his first signature great playoff performance that was really kind of the only thing missing from Lamar Jackson's resume besides the Super Bowl obviously uh was a great playoff performance and he had it scored two two passing touchdowns two rushing touchdowns great performance from him and the Ravens moving on, but the Texans obviously made it much further than anyone expected, and they had they had a fantastic season. Uh, as for the Lions Bucks game, I agree with you that like I the game was close from a decent portion of it, but I, oh, I never felt like the Lions weren't going to win that game. Jared Goff had a great game, uh, gets back to the conference championship for the first time since 2018 with the Rams, and the Bucks, similar to the Texans, massively overachieved this season. Baker Mayfield also had a nice game. He had a nice season overall. I'll be interested to see if uh, he stays in Tampa or he moves on to a new team because um, he only signed a one-year contract there. But two really good games, two teams that lost, but they can they can feel good about themselves heading into the offseason. Uh, I totally agree there. I, I think the Ravens proved that they have the best defense in the league. You know, uh, yeah. lot, shutting down CJ and all those weapons that they have. Um, limiting him in the passing game and uh you know they scored three points on offense i mean it's just pretty staggering yeah. baltimore's yeah. defense did it's considering you know what the texas did to the browns you know good defense and uh t- to do that 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 was very impressive and uh I, I i'm on the same page with you there with with the, the Ravens and the texans um and for me as far as the lions and the buccaneers go 
I agree. I, I think Jared Goff has been the story of the Lions this year and just his growth as a quarterback. And he, he really hasn't had many of those, you know, Jared Goff moments that we've been used to seeing before, you know, the, the, where he just doesn't have it for a night for whatever reason. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just – it's good to see the Lions make it this far, to be honest. I, yeah, like I tell you, I mean, I, I picked the Lions to win the NFC North, but I did not expect to still be talking about them yeah. on January 26th. As for Goff, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's had a great year. Um, and he, if he wins on Sunday, he'll be the just the fourth quarterback to make a Super Bowl with two different teams, which the other three quarterbacks there are Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Kurt Warner, so some pretty good company company for Jared Goff, if he can get a win on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. I think uh, I do think just to wrap that up, I do think the Buccaneers should bring back Baker. I think you're under. Netflix. I do too, because I don't feel like there's many better options out there. I think they'll be yeah. picking too late in the draft to like get you know in, to get like a big time quarterback prospect. Um, so I do think they should resign. They're not. I don't think they should pay him like fifty million dollars. But I think they should re-sign him to like a two-year deal, something along those lines. Maybe draft a quarterback in like the later rounds. Um, but I do think Baker Mayfield earned the right to be the Buccaneers' starting quarterback next season. Moving on to our uh, next matchup of the the round, the divisional round. Um, it was probably it was surprised both of us that it was this close. Uh, the Packers and 49ers, twenty-four to twenty-one. Uh, for a while, you know, you thought the Packers were going to, they're going to do it. You know, they're, they're going to make it happen. Um, Owen, given that you have a Packers perspective here, what are your thoughts on what you saw? They, they just missed the Packers just missed too many opportunities uh, to win this game. I mean, the first three drives of the game, their first they had three drives in the first half, all three, they got to the 49ers red zone. They got to the 49ers uh, scoring territory and they came away with six points. Like you're not going to win games like that in the playoffs against good teams on the road. Um, obviously the big story is they're up 21, 17. They have the ball. Aaron Jones has this long run. They get in the red zone. They bog down a bit and Anders Carlson, who was brutal the entire season, the rookie kicker misses a very makeable field goal. The Niners yeah. offense which really struggled the vast majority of the game. We'll get to that in a bit. Woke up enough to get to the end zone. Christian McCaffrey scored a touchdown, take the lead. And then Love, Jordan Love, uh, did not have one of his best moments on the game-winning drive attempt, throwing a brutal interception to end the game in the Packers season. Um, overall, for the Packers, I mean, they're similar to the Texans and the Bucks, where them losing this, they, they lost this game, but you can look at their season like as a success considering their expectations. But it's still disappointing because they had chances and they outplayed the 49ers in this game and they really should have won this game and they weren't able to get it done. Uh, they just missed too many opportunities. Like I didn't mention the dropped interceptions. They dropped two interceptions, including what would have certainly been a pick six by Darnell Savage um, on the first drive, of the 49ers drive of the game. So that's from the Packers standpoint. Um, Jack, I'll let you get into the 49ers standpoint because uh, they won the game, which ultimately is all that matters. They host the NFC championship. They're in their third consecutive NFC championship and they're, I believe they're fourth in the last five years. Uh Um, What's your, are you concerned or like, is just, just like, well, they didn't have it and they still found a way to win. Uh, 
I'm the more of the latter there. The, the 49ers have proved it to us that, you know, these kinds of performances can happen. And then the week after they just like beat, like they just beat the crap out of a team or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, Like what, when they lost to the Vikings the next week, they came back and won. Um, I believe that, you know, they lost three straight. Um, oh, they lost okay. the Browns, Vikings and Bengals in a row. Then they had their bye. And then they beat the Jack. They beat the Jaguars by forty the following week, and they were okay, back. Yeah. yeah. So that that point still remains that you know when they hit kind of a rough patch, they can figure out a way to, you know, insert their will, if you will. Um, but as for this game, um, I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't get to watch. Like I, I watched about half the game, and most of that time that I was watching, I thought the Packers, you know. Like you said, they missed some opportunities. They they could have increased their lead. Um, and I felt like the 49ers were just kind of like sleepwalking through the game, you know. Um, so they got lucky that the Packers made some mistakes in, in, the, in the missed field goal. And, you know, but they they get they kept in it, uh, even when even when things were getting tough for them. And, you know, that's the good, that's the beautiful thing about the 49ers is that. Against a quality team, you know they don't have their their A game, if you will. There's they still pull it out and they still find a way to win. And good teams have to find ways to win, you know, when when it's ugly. And and we know that we know the Four Niners can win pretty. It's just you know about things like this where they don't have it and Brock Purdy comes through, you know, um, when he needs to. And yeah. Christian McCaffrey didn't do Christian McCaffrey things, so. Um, it's the same old, same old for the 49ers, figuring ways about ways to win. And unfortunately, the Packers just figuring out a way to lose. Um, so, I, but yeah, nothing to be sad about for the Packers fans, you know. Uh, yeah. good, the, good the, like the, I've watched the Packers with a lot of playoff games, and this yeah. is probably the least disappointed I've been after a loss. Yeah. Even though, like, they absolutely should win this game. I kind of like, I can see from both sides because, like, 49ers, they found a way to win the game. Ultimately, they're hosting the NFC champ. That's all that matters. However, Brock Purdy was pretty bad in this game. Um, I don't know if he was rusty. I think the, it was raining, so I was wondering if the rain was affect. I think the rain affected him a bit. Um, but he he was missing wide open receivers. He should have thrown multiple picks. Just the Packers just they just weren't able to come away with them. Um, yeah, but I mean, I do give him credit. He did lead a game winning drive. But, like, I wonder if the Niners lost this game, if the conversation is like, oh, well, is Brock Purdy the guy for the future? They didn't lose the games. So we're not going to have that conversation. But I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I I expect him to play better than he did son, than he did against the Packers. Um, but, like, I don't know. Like, if you're a 49ers fan, are you concerned about his performance? Or are you just like, you know what? It was just one game. We'll move on. Um, I think I – think- I think I lean towards the the former there. No, the latter, excuse me, like one game move on. Uh, so, But it will be interesting to see how he plays in the NFC Championship. We'll get to that in a bit. The Niners' defense also a um, little concerning. I mean, they only allowed they, – they were great in the red zone. They allowed 21 points. Um, but they, they, they got gashed in the running game. Aaron Jones had a great game. There were also so many instances where the Packers had wide-open receivers. Um like my main takeaway from this game is just that like they the Niners got very lucky to win. They're very lucky they're still playing right now, yeah. but they won. And like the Packers can talk about like moral victories and all that, 
Well, I mean, like that's great, and the, they hang, they hung closer than many expected, and they made it further than anyone expected. But they lost a game that they should have won, and the 49ers won a game they should have lost, and that's just kind of where we're at. That's a great way to put it there, um, to wrap it up. Um, moving on to our second matchup, our second recap matchup. It was the Chiefs and the Bills, which arguably was the game of the week. Um, you know, the, I, another unexpected result for me. I thought the Bills were going to win. Yeah. By the way, I I went four for four. I believe this was the only one you got wrong. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I picked the Bills. Um, yeah. And you know, there was some uh, some controversy there at the end, and uh, some chokes. You know. Uh, Tyler Bassmus in a, a 30 some yard field goal or whatever, or 40 yard field goal. 44, I believe. Although I do the I think one of the more important plays of the game was that that fumble through the end zone or whatever for uh Miko Hardman. Uh, Hardman, yeah. Imagine if he hadn't if that hadn't happened. What I mean the, well, if that didn't happen, the Chiefs would have won come more comfortably. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this game would not have been as close, per se. Um I, I'm I was surprised that like that I was surprised that the Chiefs passing game looked competent, like competent, you know, um, especially against the Bills defense, which is a, a solid defense. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on are on that, you know. Patrick Mahomes waking up a bit and Travis Kelsey having a good game, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I picked the Chiefs to win this game for a simple reason is that like their history in the playoffs. And yeah. I know like this throughout this year by their standards in the regular season, they didn't have a fantastic year, which I mean, they still won 11 games and won their division. Um, uh-huh. But I really feel like they started to find something offensively the last couple of games and they really showed it. I mean, their offense moved up and down the field at will scored 27 points would have scored more. Like you said, if McCole Hardman hadn't fumbled that ball out of the end zone. Um, look, man, like you never count out, uh, you never count out the Kansas City Chiefs at this point. They're going to their sixth straight AFC Championship game, what is and what has easily been like the most challenging season of the their run since Patrick Mahomes took over. They're still in the AFC Championship game, which just speaks to how excellent they've been. Uh, now they have an opportunity to go to their fourth Super Bowl in the last five years. As for, um, but like when you look at the Bills, though, um, man, like I. I don't know. I think a major um, overlooked at part of this game was on their game-winning uh, drive attempt. Stephon Diggs, dropped, who basically was on the side of a milk carton for the last two months of the season, yeah, dropped a perfect. Now it would have been a difficult catch. Like I, it would have been, a, it would have been a difficult catch. Like Josh Allen just launched it down the field. It hit Diggs in the hands. He didn't catch the ball. Like that's a ball. You, like you got. You expect Stephon Diggs to catch. Um, plays that he's made throughout his entire career. But, like, I think even if Tyler Bass made that field goal, Mahomes would have led the Chiefs down the field and won the game. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of the reasons the, the Bills lost this game. Um, the missed field goal, that drop pass by Diggs, their defense just, just did not play well. I mean, their defense got a few stops late um, that gave the Bills a chance. Obviously, they forced that fumble. They forced another punt. So they, they got a, a couple stops, but like they didn't get many. I mean, the Chiefs scored on, I believe, each of their first five drives of the game. Um, all four drives in the first half, first drive, the second half. But like, let's talk about the Bills here because 
I don't, it kind of feels like the Chiefs may have finished off this iteration of the Bills for a while because uh, they've been knocking at the door for all these years. Oh, yeah. And they've just never been, they just never been able to get it done. They've made one conference championship three years ago, three straight losses in the divisional round, uh, two of the, the last two at home, uh, Chiefs and the Bengals last year. Like, where do they go from here? Like, I mean, obviously they'll still have Josh Allen. So whenever you'll they'll have a chance, but like, if you're the Bills, like, like what's next? Like, what's what's this thing look like next year? Uh huh. Um. Well, uh, is Diggs will be coming back, right? Like, I think he probably will. He's under he's under contract, so unless they trade him, it'll be a whole big. And Gabe Davis. So I mean, they have a solid receiving core still. Uh, Gabe Davis is a free agent, I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I don't follow the free agency too much. Yeah. So like, I hear breaking news, uh, but. They're gonna. They will have Diggs back hopefully, and so they're not gonna be completely dry in the in the receiver receiver room. Um, they still might have to pick one up because you're right. Diggs got locked up at the end of the year, and unsung hero of the Chiefs defense was Sneed. Was Legereus Sneed? He had a great, yes. season, very good season, arguably the best corner in football. Um, so you know, for the Bills, uh, yeah, you're disappointed. Um, but considering where they're at and like that middle half, middle part of the season, I feel like it's, I feel like they ended the season somewhat successfully. I know, I know they expect to get to the AFC championship game. I know that, but I don't think, yeah, losing to the Chiefs sucks, you know, repeatedly. <laughs> um, but I don't know that this season was a complete failure for them. So, um, I, I think they just, they have, they have a solid, you know, foundation you know with josh allen their running game got going yeah uh, through the year they they ran the ball yeah. really well in this football game like james oh, yeah. yeah and that's you know they ran the game in previous games really well cowboys uh that eagles game they ran the ball well uh what uh dolphins they ran the ball pretty decently well um so i think they have something going with that so they don't have to put the, the offense all on josh allen's shoulders um, I just think it comes down to, you know, making those winning plays, you know, uh, someone stepping up and making a play that you don't expect. Maybe, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. The Tyler Bassfugel hurt, you know, he should have made that, but I don't think you can pin that all on, on Bass, you know, they, no. could, they had opportunities, you know, they uh, did. like you said, but- to drop passes and whatever. Um, so, <clears throat> You know, get move on to next season, and get ready, and they're probably going to be in the same position next year. If we're to be honest, <laughs> they're going to be yeah. competing for this again because they always do. Yeah, I, I understand your point. Um, one thing that gets overlooked because in like it was moot because it, it led to the, the Chiefs fumbling the ball through the end zone. What the hell was that fake punt? Like, what yeah. what what was the uh purpose there like what was sean Mc... like i understand like it's a playoff game like, you 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 want to like draw the... but like it was such a poorly designed fake punt and they ran it to demar hamlin by the way I mean, like i'm not sure if sean mcdermott was trying to like like create a scene from a disney movie like i don't know what's going on there but like why not trust your superstar quarterback to get five yards and keep the offense on the field uh-huh. um, or just punt the ball away you know like, exactly like I, I don't think know. that was the lowest percentage play you could have made. 
it, it wasn't even like a well, like a well-designed fake punt would be like, you know, the punter throwing a pass or like they just ran the ball up the middle. Like what the hell was that? Yeah. Um, I just think that was a terrible call. I do not think they should fire Sean McDermott. I know there's been talks about it. Um, I don't, I don't know. I would not fire him, but like you have to wonder what the team's ceiling is with him. I think he's a good coach. I don't think he's an elite coach. Yeah. Um, obviously, coach. what was that? He's a top half coach in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, Allen is absolutely an elite quarterback, and I, I hope he, I hope he's able to get to a Super Bowl one day. Uh, he's got a lot of his career left. Um, disappointing yeah. end for the Bills. It was a, it was a wild season for them. But as for the Chiefs, I mean. Wouldn't you know it, here we are back in the AFC Championship game. Speaking of the AFC Championship game, uh, that's going to be the Chiefs and the Ravens, and that's going to be yes. the first thing we're going to uh, preview and pick here. So I want to I'll have you start off on this one. Give me give me some thoughts some thoughts on this game, some matchups you're excited to, to watch, and your uh, pick. All right, so Ravens-Chiefs, um, AFC Championship. Look, um, I think – like in a vacuum, the Ravens are a better team. Like they were the better team throughout the season. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the Chiefs are a difficult matchup for them because look, the Ravens offense, like they play a certain way. I mean, they they have a they have a great rushing attack with Lamar and the running backs. Um, their passing attack, I th- I think they use their rushing attack to set their passing attack, which has been good this year, which has been better this year than it has been in recent years. But the Chiefs' passing defense is just—I mean, the Chiefs held Josh Allen to 186 passing yards last week. I mean, the, the Bills ran the ball well, so I think the Chiefs, like you put, you can put Lejarius Steen on Zay Flowers, you can put Trent McDuffie on Odell Beckham. Mark Andrews is going to play, but like, you, you, there's no way he's going to be 100. Like, I I don't anticipate him being the Mark Andrews that we're used to seeing. He's going to play, and you have to respect the fact that he's on the field, mm-hmm. but. I'm not sure how much of impact on the game he's going to have. Um, so I think that the Chiefs can really hold down the Ravens. I think this the Ravens offense in this game. You said what? The, what was that? Repeat that. What'd you say? I think the Chiefs defense can absolutely hold down the Ravens offense in this game. Okay. Um, yeah. In a way that the, te- the Texans defense wasn't able to do. Um, actually, the Texans defense did a nice job in the first half. Second half, the Ravens kind of broke the dam open. Yeah, I think the big matchup is the Chiefs' offense against the Ravens' defense because the Ravens' defense is obviously outstanding. But there has been games this year where they have uh-huh. given up a lot of points. They gave up 31 points to the Rams. They let Deshaun Watson have a good game against them. They gave up, you know, I believe, 30, you know, they gave up 24 points to the Browns in the game they lost there. Um, the Jacksonville moved the ball. Like, teams have there's been games here where teams have moved the ball and scored points against the Ravens, much more so than the, against the Chiefs. The most points the Chiefs have given up this year is 27 uh, to the Packers. They have not given up more than 21 points in any game this year. That's impressive. The Ravens, yeah, the Chiefs defense, like, these defenses are a lot closer than people think, and I would even make a somewhat decent argument. The Chiefs defense might be a little better because the Chiefs defense has played better quarterbacks throughout the year than Baltimore's. Um, with that, with that said, like, I think Mahomes, I fully trust Mahomes to do his thing against this defense. I know how good they are. Um, but if they can keep him clean, you know, keep the Ravens pass rush against him, um, 
I think they can have a big game because I think I know Buffalo's defense is not Baltimore's defense, but like, man, if they looked like they looked like the Chiefs' offense that you know what it largely looked like throughout Mahomes' tenure, not not as much this year. Um, I really think their offense might be back, and the receivers are stepping up. Like, even though they've struggled throughout the season, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. Wow. Um, I I I just can't pick against them in the playoffs. They're just. It just kind of feels like they're an inevitable team at this point. Like they're always there uh-huh. until I see them beat. I, I'm going to pick them. And I would not have picked them over the Ravens a month ago, but I I like them. I, I, I'm not, I can't pick against Mahomes. I think the chiefs defense can not shut down. You're not going to shut down Lamar Jackson because he's Lamar Jackson. But like, I think they can hold that offense down a little bit enough for them to win the game. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna go. I think it's. I don't think it's gonna be a super high scoring game because how good both these defenses are. But I'm gonna go Chiefs 24, Ravens 17, and the Chiefs go back to the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. I like the. I like you had started talking about the the Chiefs defense being a tough matchup for the the Ravens offense and they're being they're being them being a matchup like they haven't seen since maybe the Browns. Um, that, that was a really good point. Um, it is going to be difficult for the Ravens to score. Um, I just, I think the Ravens have a few more playmakers right now. Um, you know, they got Mark Andrews, they got, uh, Zay Flowers, they got, uh, uh, who's the, uh, Odell, uh, Odell. Um, you know, I feel like they have a little, some more weapons to make something happen on offense than maybe the Chiefs do. Um, with Pacheco and and Kelsey being the stalwarts there, um, and their receivers doing okay, but not not guys that are going to step up when you need them to. So, um, I I think I'm going to have to disagree with you. Um, I I just I like what I'm seeing from the Ravens. They're just a solid team, and I think it's their destiny to make it to the Super Bowl this year and. John Harbaugh getting back there and and Lamar getting to a Super Bowl and I I just have a little bit more confidence in them right now than I do the Chiefs. Although I think you make a lot of good points about the Chiefs, <clears throat> you know, being that team uh, to just be an inevitable uh, Super Bowl team. Um, I I just am a little bit more confident in in the Ravens right now and they have all the moment, momentum in the world. So. Um, I'm going to go with the Ravens to win here. Um, I think it's going to be a defensive game, like you said. Um, t- I'm going to go Ravens 21, Chiefs 18. Okay. All right. That's a pretty good pick. I mean, like, I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, by the way, I think the final four, I think it's the four best teams in the NFL. Or at the yeah. very minimum, the two best teams in each conference. Yeah, I think, a, I think before this week, the Bills had something to say about that, but they got, they proved that they're not with, at the Chiefs level yet. So, yeah. You know, um, moving is, on to the NFC game. Yeah, did you have, did you have anything more, more to add there? Oh, that's it. That's it. All right. Moving on to the NFC game, uh, the, the game afterwards, uh, we have the San Francisco 49ers and the Detroit Lions. Yes, the Detroit Lions are in the NFC championship game. Um, I start in the last one. So, Jackson, I'll let you start on this one. Okay. Um, the Niners are favored, I believe, by six and a half. I think the line was. 
Um, yeah. Just give, I want so give your prediction here and who's going to represent the NFC in Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Okay, I'm looking at the odds right now. It does say seven and a half line. Um, okay, you might be looking at a different site or whatever. Or I'm on ESPN, but uh, it's San Francisco seven and a half. I think that's about right. Maybe it's a little high for me. Uh, maybe more like five and a half. Um, because I, I think the Lions can play within a touchdown, at least of the 49ers or, or fewer. Um, Lions going on the road, uh, 49ers hosting, uh, pretty good home crowd atmosphere. Um, you know, Jared Goff has been pretty good on the road this year, better than he has in the past. Um, you know, he's kind of put that, that argument to bed. Cause I, I feel like before the season, people said that he couldn't play on the road. And he was only good at home. So I feel like he's been, you know, at least average on the road, um, respectable. Um, So, you know, I think the biggest matchup in this game is. uh, If, okay, how do I say this? I think the Lions run defense against the 49ers run offense is a very important matchup for the Lions, especially if they cannot stop Christian McCaffrey in that run game. I think the 49ers are just going to be able to tr- control the game like, like they usually are. And they're going to be able to do what they want. And I, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, okay, well, uh, the 49ers uh, corners against the Lions wide receivers is another important matchup for me. But I feel like the Lions are going to be able to have some like success there. I don't think the 49ers corners are going to lock them up. So I feel like the more important matchup is that run defense versus the run offense. Um, of which I have more faith in the 49ers to get it done there than I do the Lions. Um, so I think I think the 49ers are going to be able to do what they want on an offense. I think it's going to be about can the Lions match that or, or proceed that uh, and get a stop here or there. Um, I, I actually, if I had to pick between both of these quarterbacks of who's going to have a better game. I would actually say Jared Goff, if I'm being honest. I would, I would too. Um, but I don't think that's the whole story of this game. Um, and I really want to pick the Lions to pull off this upset because what a story that would be. You know, Lions getting to the Super Bowl, playing playing the Chiefs of the Ravens, that would be incredible for them. Um, but it's just – it's so hard for me to pick against the 49ers at home and in the, their pedigree and what they've done in the past. I just think they've been here. They've done that, much like the Chiefs. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to have to stick with the 49ers here. I can't pick the Lions to win, um, even though I want to. Um, I'm going to go – it's going to be a fairly high-scoring game. I'm going to go 49ers, 35, Lions, 30. Interesting. Covering okay, so, so in the Super Bowl, you have the Ravens and the 49ers, which would be a rematch of sure. the Super Bowl 11 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so – Interesting. Okay. I think the lion, if the Lions do these two things, they can win. If they can slow down Christian McCaffrey and prioritize and stopping Christian McCaffrey, and if they can get pressure on Brock Purdy. If they can do those two things, uh-huh. they can win. And the strength of the Niners, I think the strength of the Lions offense is their offensive line. 
And I think their offensive line is absolutely good enough to slow down the 49ers pass rush with Bosa and Young and Hargrave and all them. Because, I mean, the, the Niners didn't get a whole lot of pressure on Jordan Love last week. Now, Love is more athletic than Goff, so he can move around a little better. Uh-huh. But, like, Jordan Love had time to throw in that game last week. And the Lions' offensive line is better than the Packers' offensive line. Uh-huh. If they can give – if like the, the thing about Jared Goff, if Jared Goff has time to throw, he can dice up, he can dice up defenses and the lions can absolutely throw the ball against the Niners defense. I think Amon Ross St. Brown and Sam Laporta could both have big games. Um, the Niners secondary is not that good. It's really not that good. It's easily, I'd argue it's the Achilles heel of their football team. Uh-huh. So if the lions hold up in pass protection and if they can slow down Christian McCaffrey, they can win. Uh, another another important aspect is Debo Samuel. Uh, Debo Samuel left the Packers game last week with an injury, and their offense just like didn't look the same. And an important thing to note with during the Niners' three game losing streak this year, who was out? Debo Samuel. Yeah. So like Debo is Debo Samuel the best player in the 49ers offense? No, that'd be McCaffrey and George Kittle. I'd argue he's the most important player on that offense, and he he's going to play. But he is not going to be 100%. He is not going to be, I mean, again, like similar to Mark Andrews, you have to respect the fact that he's on the field, but he is not going to be the same Debo Samuel he usually is, yeah. which changes the Niners' offense. Yep. So prioritize McCaffrey. Obviously, you got to focus on Kittle as well. Take Kittle, do your best to take Kittle out. You know, Hutchinson, you know, the surprising thing about the Lions is that they lead the league in pressure rate um, with Hutchinson and all them. I think they could get some pressure on Purdy because the Niners offensive line, Sands Trent Williams, is eh, it's not bad, but it's not certainly not great. Uh-huh. Honestly, this might be some recency bias because the 49ers, like their last game, yeah, they won, but they didn't look they didn't look great doing it. I'm picking the upset. I'm picking the Lions uh-huh. to win Two and, go to, and go to the Super Bowl. I'm picking both road teams. Yeah. I think I think the Lions are going to win this game. I think Jared Goff's going to have a huge game because I think the Lions' offensive line is good enough to give them time. And I think the receivers, the, the Lions' weapons are better than the 49ers' pass defense. I think they're going to win. I think they're. Gonna, I think it's going to be Lions 28, 49ers 24, and the Lions go to the Super Bowl. So I think the Super Bowl, the first game of the season, is going to be the last game of the season. Lions-Chiefs in Super Bowl 58. Wow. Okay. I know I'm I'm going against the grain here. Um, and which is odd because like I've been someone who kind of who's kind of picked chalk when it comes to like huh. picking like who's gonna go to this. I mean, hell, I picked a Super Bowl rematch at the beginning of the year to know how much uh uh chalk I pick. I'm I'm going with the road teams, so I'm going with the underdogs to meet up in Las Vegas in two weeks. Well, that's gutsy. I almost I was almost ready to do it myself, so um so yeah, it should should be two good games there, two good conference championship games, um, two competitive games. So it should be a lot of fun to watch. Um, moving on to our final segment of the pod, uh, the Texans, Buccaneers, and the Packers uh, were of the teams that got eliminated, and the Bills. Um, uh, I want to ask you a question: of those teams, those three teams, because the Bills are going to be back. What team are you highest going on into next season? Um, well, it's not with respect to the Bucks. 
Uh, it's between the Packers and the Texans. And hmm, that's a tough one. Like what, you know, out of those two teams, what team is more likely to get back to this position? I got I to gotta stay unbiased here. <laughs> I, I'm going to say by a very slim margin, the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, scratch that. I'm going to say the Packers. And it's not because I'm a fan. You're Homer. <laughs> no, it's because they play in a weaker conference. Yeah. The, the, AFC, the AFC is much better than the NFC. I think Jordan loves only getting it better. Now, CJ Stroud is obviously amazing. Um, I think if the I think if the Packers they just need to like make some additions defensively. They did fire their defensive coordinator the other day, by the way. Um, Joe Barry is no longer the defensive coordinator. We were talking uh, about that last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's the Packers, but I think it's very close. I think both both of those teams. If we're, I, I would not be shocked if we're here in a year and these two teams are in the conference championship games. I think both of them should be very feel very excited about the way their franchise headed. Um, but I'm going to say the Packers because I just don't think their competition is as stiff uh, as as uh, as. The Texans, even though I'm predicting the line, even though they have the Lions in their conference, who I'm predicting to make the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, the other teams in the NFC, I just think they could be better than. So I'm going to take the Packers. Yeah, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to take the Texans. I do like your okay. logic, though. Um, just because just I have, you know, a little higher ceiling for CJ um, than Jordan Love, barely. In my opinion. I think I, I, I agree. I, I think Stroud's a little better, but it's it is close. Yeah. So I just, you know, D'Amico Ryan's, you know, all that. I, I just I like what I see from them. And uh, I think they're going to do a little bit better than the Packers next year, but could certainly see it the other way around too. So uh, yeah. I think that's going to wrap it up for the pod. Do you have any final thoughts, Owen? I, we're almost there. I mean, it's, it's championship weekend. Um, two great matchups. Looking forward to two great games. And um, man, it was it it was a it was a great it was a great season, and hopefully, uh, it finishes well. Yes, and we we should be back next week for probably one final podcast, um, previewing the Super Bowl and uh, whatnot, recapping the the uh, conference championship game. So we'll probably be back for another episode, but uh, that's gonna wrap it up for the latest edition of the Unlimited NFL Podcast. We will see you next time.